Welcome to the Student Ministry Podcast. I'm Ben Trueblood alongside producer Nathan. What's up? How's it going? Good, man. We are back after a long break. Yes, it was. was I mean, we've had podcasts come out. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. So it hasn't felt like a break if people have listened to it, but it's been a break for us. We recorded ahead of time so that we could have some time off around the holidays. And now we're back ready to record some more. Yep. Here we go. So so here we are. It's going to be a good year. I hope that you as listeners have enjoyed the last year of podcasting. We've enjoyed uh, doing it alongside you. We like to imagine that like you're here with us and listening coffee. Dr. Yeah, Pepper, just whatever having take, a ball, you know, yeah. uh, some Dr. Pepper. Have you ever mixed Dr. Pepper and coffee? Cause you know, they have like that Coke, they have like oh, that yeah. coffee Coke energy drink now. No, I I'm pretty much a purist when it comes to Dr. Pepper. I do like cherry Dr. Pepper. I like the cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper when you can find it, which is rare. And then also the cream yeah. soda Dr. Pepper. I'll drink all of the ones that they make. I don't usually mix anything else in my Dr. Pepper. Yeah, I can understand that. So we are excited to start another year. Uh, And I hope that you are. There's the, the, the new year, like it always begins with like a lot of promise of what could be out there Uh, Mm -hmm. for some people. Like it may not always be a positive thing. It may be like, man, the new years always feel daunting. And what am Mm -hmm. I going to change this year? And what am I going to do differently? And all these people are telling me to read 52 books this year. And I don't know, (laughs) Like there's that kind of stuff that goes on, I'm sure. But, uh, man, I think new years always carry with it a little bit of hope and a little bit of promise about what could be like, what could be in the ministry. Mm -hmm. I know for us, we have a lot of stuff lifeway students wise from a training standpoint, uh, from a publishing standpoint, camps and everything that we do. There's, there's new stuff that we're launching over this next year that we're really excited about. And there's a lot of hope in that, that it serves church mm-hmm. as well, that students come to know Jesus uh, as a result of the partnership that we have with youth pastors and producing things. And um, it's just a real special moment. Before we get into into some of that, though, Nathan, I'd love to hear what are you do you have some like goals for this year? Do you have some things that like this is the year of what for you? Mm, that's a good question. Or are you like, man, I'm not a not a resolution guy. I'm just cruising. I, I don't do too many like resolutions, especially about especially around New Year's time. Sometimes I'm like, oh, everybody else is doing it, so I'm not. Uh, that's probably not a good way to look at it. But I kind of just do resolutions when they they come along. I'm like, oh, or see an opportunity. I I do want to think I've been talking about this, and I've just got to finally do it. But I want to like actually start exercising a bit more. I think I want to get a row machine and do that. So get up every day, hit that for some cardio, for some full body workout, kind of a deal before that way. I don't, I don't, I I like running, but I like to do that when I ref. And so a couple goals, I do, I always do kind of, I guess, set goals in officiating for what I, for what I'm doing. Always a goal is to make it, you know, one round further in the playoffs if I can for the different sports that I do, that kind of a deal, you know, kind of move on to the next level. So one of the goals, hopefully this summer, do a, a football camp, try to get into college officiating for football is one of my goals so yeah man that would be amazing i think mm-hmm. that's a fantastic that, oh man it'd be thing so to much chase fun. after yeah uh, well i guess one other sort of goal my mom was talking over christmas we did a bunch of cookie baking this time so it was our thing and so like 
we've got a cookie book, and so she wants us to like once a month get together as a family and bake cookies. So that's, I guess, maybe a goal. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> All right. So is that going to be like an ongoing cookie bake, or is it like I think a so, one-time yeah. event? No, like ongoing, like once a month, something like that. We'll see. So, yep. Okay. Uh, are are we going to be able to have anything from the uh, the produce of that labor? Sure. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I've already still got too much Christmas fudge in my refrigerator right now. <laughs> ah, a little Christmas fudge. Little Chris- it's red velvet fudge. Uh, was it created in your house? Like you are the, the baker? It was. Yes, I am the baker. Okay. Candy thermometer, everything. It was, you know. If you've ever made candy, you understand how daunting of a task that can be. So, yeah. So here's the thing. I want to do something with our audience with this. And Nathan, you're going to have to agree to it if if this happens. (laughs) So you can choose not to. But in order for this to take place, you're going to have to agree agree to it. Otherwise, it it won't work. So we're going to be at Southeast Conclave in Chattanooga uh, in about a week and a half from the release of this podcast. Mm-hmm. So Southeast Conclave is a youth pastor conference that takes place uh, in January 19, 20, and 21 in Chattanooga, Tennessee. If a listener comes to our booth, the Lifeway Students booth, and says the words Christmas fudge, will you be able to give them a taste of the red velvet Christmas fudge that you prepared in your own home? Yeah, I can do that. That's think, There it is. I think I've got enough left for that. Does we have Supply, to keep it on ice? We got to keep it in a cooler. Yeah, it's in the. It needs to stay in the fridge. So, all right. Yep. So I'm going to rely. We're going to rely on on producer Nathan to bring a cooler of the Christmas fudge. But listeners to the podcast, and I know several of you are going to be at Conclave because you, you have seen us there before. We've talked about it, and you're you're planning to be there. I want you to find either myself or producer Nathan, <laughs> and I want you to say the phrase. Christmas fudge. Nothing else. That's it. That's the phrase. That's the password that will get you into the glorious tasting that is the red velvet Christmas fudge. Yep. There we go. I'm excited about this. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) It's never we've never done anything like this. No, we haven't. I'm excited. Yeah, this is going to be cool. I hope I hope we have people. Uh, who take us up on that offer. Uh, that'll be, that, that can be your new thing, audience person. You can try red velvet Christmas fudge, your first new thing in 2023. Yep. All right. Go. Goals and stuff. Man, I, I'm a little late to the game on the goals. Usually this is something I do at the end of December, but my end of December was nothing like mm-hmm. I thought it would be. And so I'm a little late to the game on it. I always set a reading goal. Uh, of some kind. And so that will be something that I, uh, that I'm engaged in and I'm already kind of selecting the books that I want to represent. Mm. And I try to do a mix of stuff, man. If I read just so many spiritual help books and business books, then I, my mind Mm -hmm. just gets fried. So I have to take a break and go into the world of magic and orcs and wizards. And so I'll read a fantasy book of some kind along the way too. Uh, maybe a couple of them, but that's, that's me. Workout goals, uh, are there. Um, like many people I would, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you had, I don't know what your workout goals were this past year, but just from your post, looks like you were crushing it. So man, it, 
it was a good fitness year. Like I would like not wait. Like I, I'd like to lose a few pounds still, but, uh, our CrossFit gym had two in-house competitions, a Mm -hmm. four person competition in the fall. So two men, two women, uh, teams of four and the team that I was on, we won, we won first, uh, place in that in-house tournament. So that was really, we had like 80 something people, uh, register and and do that event. So it was really cool, man. Our CrossFit gym does it right. Like they do community so, so well, they're the best. Um, so we had that one. Our team name was chalk dirty to me, (laughs) which I enjoyed very much. Uh, one of our, one of the people on the team came up with, it was great. That could also Uh, be a good team name for rock climbing. (laughs) <laughs> rock climbing chalk that's, that's true it would be the other one was we had a two-person team event again in-house at our gym mm-hmm. that was a little bit more intense uh just like in november or beginning of december rather and my son and i did that together uh and we won first in that one as well so yeah, two competition cool. events and two first now granted they were in-house and they were team things not individual things um, still counts a win's whatever. a win it was it was <laughs> super fun uh so i don't know what i don't i'm not going to put any kind of competition goals on it uh this year but in terms of like that stuff i would really i people that do crossfit are gonna like laugh because i don't have these like nailed yet but double unders with the mm. jump rope are still something that i just my rhythm is just terrible and i can't seem to get them right Mm. uh so that's that's something i'm going to be working on um over the next several weeks because the crossfit open comes up february 16th and it's going to be part of that event anyway that's enough of the fitness stuff um but i would encourage you if you're maybe you're a little bit late to the game this year because me usually i'm rolling into the new year and i've got my five or six goals that i want to hit um but this year was this year was different uh, and so I, I don't, I don't have those and I'm, I'm doing that work now. So I would encourage you listener goals are an important thing to set. They don't define you. They don't declare your identity if you hit them or not. It's just an, uh, an exercise to walk through in order to improve ourselves and in order to, uh, I think become more effective people for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of the ministry that he's called us to. All of those things roll up into that. So I'd encourage you if you're in a place where you haven't sat down and said, okay, what are some things that I want to accomplish this year? Um, Then please, please do that from a ministry standpoint, personal standpoint. uh, It's an important thing to look at an important thing to engage in. Um, Man, one of the things that we're uh, that we're doing that's new this year. um, I think we can, can we let the, the cat out of the bag on a training event that we have coming up, like at the end of this year. Are we allowed to say something about that? Uh, it's, it's it's almost all there. The official announcements at Conclave. Yeah, it's close that's true. To it. I mean, you can't sign up for it yet. No, it's not live yet. It won't be live yet. Um, but I think, I mean, I want to talk about it. It's brand. I mean, you're like the boss, so we can do whatever you say. <laughs> we won't give too much because I don't want to steal a whole lot of thunder. But this is, hey, we're talking about new stuff. And this yeah. is one of the things. So I'm, 
podcast people, uh, I'm so proud of our team here at Lifeway Students. That it is a group of people like we think all the time, what can we do that's new and different that's going to serve youth pastors well, both in their ministries and personally, because we care about mm-hmm. you, yep. not just the ministry that you that you are leading. Uh, and so over the last few years, we have done a lot uh, mm-hmm. that has like youth ministry booster and that becoming a part of Lifeway students, Zach and Chad's leadership over in that area. We've expanded uh, and changed some of the stuff that we do conference wise. We have the free essentials that we travel regionally. That's been a new thing that we've done over the last mm-hmm. couple of years. Last year, a new thing we launched was the experience, which you can sign up for right now. Right the experience now. is a uh, two and a half day event here in Nashville that is about preaching. Uh, it's focused mm-hmm. on preaching in student ministry. And so the first year was last year. We're doing it again. It's only 50 spots. It's going so fast. It is going fast. We, we have had multiple messages, all of our team on people that are already registering. Yep. Uh, and so lifeway.com slash experience. And you can find out more information about that. Uh, and we're doing that again this year, like I said. And then um, the new thing that we're doing, again, to answer this question, what can we do to serve student pastors well, is an event that's going to be for student pastors and their spouse mm-hmm. next fall. So we're in January, the release of this podcast, November time frame. We're going to be doing a retreat for pastor for student pastors and their spouse. Um and I'm so excited about it. It's a time for you to get away with your spouse, to rest, to reconnect, to have some relaxation time. There are going to be sessions and there are going to be some things planned, but this is more open than it is scheduled because we really believe in the rest of this event and just carving out space. Here's, here's the thing. As a student pastor for a long time, I did not carve out space myself. And I believe that is still true. Student pastors, I don't believe that it is a common practice for many of you where you intentionally carve out space yourself. Now, for those of you that do it, awesome. Keep doing it. I applaud you. If you're anything like me, then you needed somebody to carve out space for you every now and then. And so we want to do that. And that's going to be called the escape and it's going to be in November of 2023. And you can't sign up yet, but you will be able to beginning uh, the end of next week. And so yep. uh, we're our team is so excited about this. Uh, and like I said, there's going to be planned sessions and there's going to be some things that we do all together. And there's also content that we're putting together that you and your spouse do as you go on dates and as you enjoy the grounds of the retreat center and all of those kinds of things, conversation starters. And once again, the whole idea of helping you carve Mm -hmm. out space that's desperately needed uh, for y'all to just reconnect. And so uh, that's the escape. That's a new thing that's coming up for our team. Um, This is the first time we've ever said anything about it publicly. Yep. It is. It's out there. It's it's out out there now. So, Uh, and our team will be there to help along the way. Uh, producer Nathan, myself, Zach, and Chad will all uh, will all be there along the way as well. So anyway, that's a new thing that's coming for our team in a way that we can answer the question, what can we do to serve youth pastors well and help pour into you and give 
uh, give back to you. Mm -hmm. So Nathan, what do you, anything, what's on your radar? Like stuff we're doing wise. That's like, Hey, this is a new thing. I mean, you mentioned them, but essentials, continuing those, we're always going to new places. And so that's always really fun. And then, so we've got the run of those coming up here uh, later this year. Yeah. Why don't you pull that up real quick and you, we can get, we can run through like, here's where we're going to be. Uh, Cause we're going to be places starting in February. Yes. So we've got a Tennessee run coming up. So home state for us, at least for me and Ben. So we're going to be in Knoxville, February 13th, Nashville, February 14th, Chattanooga, February 16th. Uh, so you can check all of this out at lifeway.com slash student essentials. February also. So the next week, actually, we're in Mississippi. So we've got Jackson, Mississippi, February 20th. Laurel, Mississippi, February 21st. And then we've got, we'll be in New Orleans at New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary, February 23rd. And we've got an Alabama run coming up at the beginning of March. And so we've got Birmingham is March 6th, Montgomery is March 7th, and then Pensacola is March 9th. So what of that Alabama, Florida one right there at the end. But we've got three different weeks coming up of essentials. So if you're anywhere near those, check those out again at lifeway.com slash student essentials. That's exactly right. And we'd love to see you at those. Those essentials events are absolutely free. So we'd love to see you come yep. hang out. Nathan, there are, uh, and you, you're a guy that approaches a lot of new things, mm-hmm. um, whether it be hobbies or whether it be sports to referee, things to learn about on our team. It's often you that we ask the question like, Hey, this is something we want to do. How do we do that? Mm-hmm. And so you're constantly in the process of learning new things and implementing those. Uh, as people are starting this year and looking at their year and saying, man, I, I'm a little apprehensive about starting something new or I, I don't know how to approach starting something new. Maybe there's somebody who has seen some success in ministry and just copy pasted last year's plan Mm -hmm. to this year. And we're like, it worked. Why do I need to do anything new? Yeah. We would push back on that thought process and saying yep. that we always need to be questioning and thinking about what we could do new. Um, but Nathan, how would you coach somebody to approach the process of doing something new as somebody who is frequently engaging in, man, this is new for me, but I'm going to jump in and see if I can figure it out. Yeah. that's. A, I like that question. I think it's real important to make sure that whenever you're looking at something new, it, I think sometimes people can get, it can be such a daunting task whenever you look at it. And it, the big thing for me is to break it down into steps, but then also doing something new doesn't mean you have to reinvent the game, right? So if you want to play, like if you want to, sorry, sports analogy here, but if you want to start, you know, flag football league, you don't need to build a 20,000 seat stadium with concessions to start. You know what I mean? And so I think sometimes yeah. people are like, Oh, I've got to do, if I'm going to start with parent ministry, and do something there, It you don't have to go from zero to, you know, what the largest church in the world is doing in sorry, parent ministry. You need to take baby steps along the way, right? And so maybe it's just, what's your first step in parent ministry? Well, do you need to get to know the parents first? Like, do you get to know, need to know names? Or maybe you know that, maybe you're already communicating with them, but you want to go like a couple steps deeper. So to me, it's just really about breaking down the different steps Taking a look at like what would be something new? What is something students are involved in right now? What are they liking? To me, I'm the kind of person I like to do a decent amount of kind of research along the way. 
Um, I like to at least know kind of where I'm heading and, and figure that out. So research, I think it can be good. It can also be really good to have people help you. So find people like, yeah. if you're, especially if you're talking like tech stuff, you might not be a tech person. I kind of lend or, or tend to, to, to love being in that world sometimes. And so, but finding someone who, who likes that stuff and can help you. So like, if you're like, man, we really need to upgrade the sound system. I'd really like my students are super passionate about worship and I want to start like a student worship team, but we need some, you know, I mean, you may, may not be musical. So how do you get to find somebody to help, help them along the way, you know, those kind of things. And so it's, it's finding help and it's taking baby steps and it's not getting, it's not trying to get to the end goal in one, in one jump, but like in one leap, like that's just not possible. Yeah, man. I love that. Like you just rattled off four really solid steps. So <laughs> well, like if you're listening, I, let me, I took some notes. Let me get it back to you really quickly. So mm-hmm. here's what Nathan was saying. Uh, whatever you're starting new, break it down into steps. Okay. You don't have to do it all at once. So like for me, whether it be a goal to get double unders really consistently or to read X amount of books, man, if I'm going to read 15 books this year, I'm not going to plan. I'm not going to go buy 15 books today and read and start reading all of them. I'm going to plan out over the course of the year to read whatever I need to do to read X amount every week or every couple of weeks or whatever, whatever. Okay. That is the plan. Like, so break it down into pieces. The next thing he said was to extend something that you're already doing. And I think this is a really brilliant way to continue challenging yourself to do something new. Your students, parents, leaders, everybody knows when you've copied and pasted a year. And when Mm -hmm. you've just said, hey, let's run it back. Let's do everything the exact same way. Now, for things that really work well, there's nothing wrong with doing them again. There's a church in our area that's been doing a dodgeball tournament for over 10 years. And every year that dodgeball tournament is a huge success. And lots of teenagers come to know the Lord. And other churches have used their model for dodgeball tournament and started their own. Like, Mm -hmm. that's a cool thing. Keep doing it. But in the starting something new, what's something that you could do different to an already successful event that would take it further one notch? So you're not recreating the wheel. You're not recreating the whole discipleship program that you've put in place. You're not recreating the whole volunteer training program that you've worked so hard to develop. You're not throwing it all out and starting all over. That could be frustrating to people too. Instead, you're asking the question, what's one thing that I could tweak that could make it better? What's one thing with our fall retreat that we could do or with our summer event? Or what's one thing that we could do that would improve it and make it that much better to where it feels new, Mm -hmm. but the guts of it are still exactly the same. That saves you time on planning and execution But on the outside, it appears because you have like you've put effort in and you've tried to Mm -hmm. do something new and you've tried to improve that thing. Involve volunteers, involve students, ask for their input on how to improve that. And that can be the new thing that you implement this year. So it doesn't have to be something brand new. It can be just an extension of what you're already doing. Nathan also mentioned doing your research. Uh, I, I think that's a fantastic idea. I, I like doing research. Nathan's a re research guy on our team. And so we're all the time looking into stuff. And then the last thing was that he mentioned was the people, uh, find experts, find people that can help you get to where you want to go. 
there's nothing wrong with finding somebody and saying, Hey, you're really great at this. And I'm trying to do that this year. Can you teach me how? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mo- more often than not, people want to help other people when that's the approach and that's the, the filter that's used because man, it makes them feel good. They're gifted in something. Mm-hmm. It's allowing them, especially when we talk about ministry and things that we're doing for the kingdom, it allows them to use part of their walk with Jesus and gifts that he's given them in order to teach someone else how to do it. It's a discipleship moment. Like they're allowed to, they're beginning to engage in something that they do very well in order to help you do it. Well, like that's, that's Christian, that's discipleship. That's Mm -hmm. someone using their gifts for the glory of God. So find the people, Nathan, I loved it, man. I thought that was a great, (laughs) a great four step, just right out of your brain, four steps. And there we go. All right, Ben. So is there anything else new? For us, for LifeWay <laughs> students, for LifeWay as a whole, what else might be new? Is there something maybe we could talk about? <laughs> That's a perfect setup. Oh, man. Yeah. So uh, this is something that we've been working on for the about the last nine or ten months. Uh, and it is officially launched. It can be found at myhifi.com. That's M-Y-H-Y-F-I dot com. Uh, and it's a new next gen ministry strategy and curriculum. And so one of the things that we're trying to do with HiFi, which is the name of it, again, the website is myhifihyfi.com. So one of the things that we're trying to do is not just put another curriculum out there, but we're looking to give churches a strategy that they can implement for the next generation part of their mm-hmm. ministry. So it's preschool through high school, uh, is what this curriculum is, uh, the ages it's available for. It's completely 100% digital. Uh, it's customizable, so you as a youth pastor can go into our tool that uh, that we've been, that we've created and customized for HiFi, and you can drag parts of lessons that you want to exchange. You can customize the lesson to fit your context and your leaders. But the biggest thing about HiFi is that it is built around helping students develop relationships with each other and with the leader of the small group. Mm-hmm. It is a relationships first type of curriculum. So it is built to help you and your students develop relationships, believing that the gospel moves at the speed of relationships to quote our friend, Mike Taylor, that we often right. do. Yes. Uh, it's one of the greatest quotes on of evangelism and discipleship that I've ever heard. And yep. he's saying, so he gets credit for that. Um, but knowing and understanding that the gospel moves at the speed of relationships, we wanted to create a curriculum that, again, is 100% digital, that'll, that focuses on helping students develop relationships with each other around the Bible so that as relationships are developed, they become more open to the questions that they want to ask about their lives. They become more open to biblical truth. They become more open to hear the gospel. The yeah. curriculum is developed. It's a, a month to month curriculum. You can jump in anytime and it's developed around 12 specific truths. So every month focuses on one truth for all of the, the weeks of that month. And then we'll go to the next. So that's the scope and sequence. It's 12 truths over the course of the year. And then the next year will be the same truths, but new material in order to teach those truths. And the middle school and high school version of HiFi spoke focuses specifically on Jesus and his life 
And so over the course of 12 months, teenagers will begin to learn about their identity through the filter of who Jesus is, Mm -hmm. what he did and what he teaches. And so life of Jesus, 12 truths over the course of 12 months, all around the idea of developing relationships. And so they're going to hear the gospel as they go. And then every single lesson has a cultural connection because we believe that students have questions about our culture and we need to have our churches as places where they can ask the difficult questions that they have about culture and that we as churches need to be ready for those conversations. And so every lesson has a connection to something that's going on in the culture. Uh, and we help leaders, we help you throughout the material, be able to talk about those things through the truth that's presented that month. So, uh, I am particularly excited about releasing this. Um, we'll have a ton of stuff at events throughout the year, but again, you can go to my H Y F I my com right now. And, uh, that's the initial page. It has just launched. And so there's information brand now, brand new. And so there'll be samples that you can get that's going to be added to that site here in a little bit. Um, but you can get the idea of it from there. It's kids and students designed as a next generation strategy and curriculum that go together. So that's Hi-Fi. Uh, would love to talk to you about it further as you see us at Conclave. Uh, next yeah. week, we'll be there. We'll and if you're there. not going to be at Conclave... Then hit the website and we'll have it at things like Youth Pastor Summit coming up in March and April. Mm -hmm. We'll be able to talk about it and have samples and stuff all over the place for that. So this has been an episode where we've just kind of hit new things. Uh, We've talked about how to approach doing something new. We've talked about new things in our lives, new things in the ministry. And I just want you to know that I wish you the very best uh, Mm -hmm. for this year. I think it can be a great year for you. I think it can be a great year for you personally, for your ministry. And we want to be right by your side every step of the way. So reach out to us. Let us know how we can help you, how we can serve you. And we would love to do that. This has been another episode of Student Ministry Podcast by Lifeway. We'll see you next time.